0: Hello, welcome to another episode of Papa Bear Hikes. Okay, I want to welcome Chris Shruman Armitage back to Papa Bear Hikes. Hey, Shruman, how's it going out there in San Francisco? It's
1: going fantastic, you know, getting nice and warm, starting to get in close to that summer weather. It's, it's a good time. I'm excited.
0: Great. Hey, today we're going to talk about gear. Okay, and I, I know you haven't done much backpacking since you left for the Air Force. And you probably just have your backpack and a few other items because I, you know, and I've talked to people that have been in the military. You kind of get turned off the backpacking after a while, I guess, right? You're, you were in a security forces. So you were out there with gear every day. And the-
1: I actually didn't get turned off to it. I enjoyed it the whole time. Some people, I guess are just less, uh, uh, yeah, I, I never lost my, my enjoyment. It, it was a good time. The more miserable, the training, the happier I was.
0: Well, the good news is, is that, as you know from the trips we took when you were younger, the equipment you're taking on this trip is going to be much lighter than what the military issued you.
1: Yeah, I mean, the clothing we had was, you could, it was, you know, like I said, they have summer weight uniforms. We did not get summer weight uniforms. Uh, so, uh, and then, yeah, it was, it was all pretty heavy and thick and that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I have a pretty good backpack right now. Uh, for backpacking, I gave it to you, or you gave it to me. I mean, uh, I think it was one of your spares. Yes. Yeah,
0: yep. So we have the backpack taken care of. I think it's a, I believe it's a forty-eight liter pack, which will be fine for this trail. That pack has a pack cover integrated in it, in the bottom pocket that comes out. So we got that checked off. And you've used this pack on a couple of trips, so you're comfortable with it. Like I said, it's a good pack. Now we'll move on to shelter. We do not have a tent for you yet. Where are yeah, we at I on the to, tent front? You said you were going to be looking around? Uh,
1: they have some um, out at the base near here that I was looking at. Uh, should I get a, a one-person tent or two-person?
0: I would suggest getting a, a one-person tent.
1: I've heard they since they run small that a, a two-person a two-person tent really feels like a one-person tent is what I've been
0: told. I don't know if the tents are going to be set up when you look at them. But knowing you, you should probably go with a two-person tent. You're not quite as organized as I am and a tad bit messier. I I get into my one-person tent and everything's – Yeah, okay. You said it. Okay, yes. You make a mess. Yeah. Uh, That's
1: No, not a mess. I can get – A nest. I make a nest.
0: A nest. That's how
1: I like to sleep. I surround myself on on backpacking trips and training – I get all my stuff, I surround myself with it, uh, very bird-like.
0: Okay, you're right, all right. You're like a bird. You have all your, your stuff there in your nest.
1: Yeah, all of it's within arm's reach. You know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to take a look. At I know the two persons, I, I feel like any time I've ever looked at a two-person tent, I couldn't believe it was a two-person tent. It looked like a one-person to me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to take a look at those. Um, and probably pick one up in the next few weeks, but I did look at them. Uh, yeah. And I'll pay attention to weight and maybe Uh, some of the weights over to you to get your thoughts on that. Make sure that they can pack up small enough to be in my backpack and not take up too much room.
0: Yeah. I would say at this point, even more so than weight is packability. Keep in mind when you pack this tent up, you can take the poles out. They can even be strapped On, on your backpack. It'd be easy to strap them to the outside or just put them in the inside. Like what I do with my my Nemo tent is I crush it down, and it's maybe maybe the size of an algae bottle. But then I take the poles and put that on the inside, so it just makes it easier to pack when I when I separate the poles and the tent body itself. Actually, on a couple of my trips, when I've taken a bear canister, I don't even pack the tent. I just take the tent and I stuff it around the bear canister, so that. I can optimize all the room and as much room in the backpack as I can. When you get your tent, it's going to be important for you to know how to set it up. Now you don't have a backyard where you're at. I'm guessing, right?
1: There are public parks.
0: You set up a tent in a public park in San Francisco. They're going to, nobody's going to, they're going to think you're one of the locals. I saw six.
1: I saw six. Walking to my car last night after comedy, I saw like four to six, tents set up on the sidewalk so uh yeah tents here not too bad not not uh not going to raise too many eyebrows
0: take it to the park a few times and just practice setting it up i mean most importantly as soon as you get it you need to set it up to make sure everything's there but after setting it up you might find i don't need all these guidelines. i don't need as i can i don't maybe i don't need as many stakes but by setting it up a few times you'll you'll learn all those little nuances of the tent It's always nice if you can test it in the rain, but you might not get that opportunity unless if it's raining one day. Yeah.
1: I don't know if it's rained in the three weeks of winter. Yeah.
0: If you're buying a quality tent, it's probably not as much of an issue. As far as a footprint for your tent, um, don't spend money on the footprint that they try to sell you with these tents. We'll figure something out. We'll get, you know, I'll make you a footprint. Either out of some Tyvek or we'll find some other material that's lighter, it's cheaper,
1: and probably uh, probably takes up less space uh, pack wise too. I remember we've used. I think there was a was it a lean two that we made out of Tyvek? I, I, I think I slept under. I mean, it was just a, like a it was just at, at like a, a forty five degree angle that I slept underneath on one trip. I think.
0: Yeah, I've got a nine by something piece of Tyvek that I put some grommets on. And yeah, you and I set that up a couple of times and slept right underneath it. Your sleep system. You're going to be getting a sleeping bag. We're buying that for you. We wanted to wait till you settled into your new place to send it to you. Appreciate
1: uh, it.
0: Sleeping pad. Uh, I have that Nemo closed foam sleeping pad, three quarter sleeping pad that I bought with your, uh, gift certificate. Yeah. People my RA, wonder why yeah, I go I by and Here's good. part of the problem. Here's part of the problem. (laughs) It looked like it was addressed to me and it wasn't, but I went and spent the money. But that's your sleeping pad. You're going to use a closed foam sleeping pad, the Nemo sleeping pad.
1: Yeah, I I like the three quarter length. I don't care if my calves have support, you know, and uh, and I like the closed foam. You know, I've done no sleeping pad and I've done inflatable. I feel like I've tried a few different things because whatever you have, when you're experimenting with different stuff, I'll I'll be one step behind you as you're trying your next thing. I'll try the thing that you just finished trying out, you know? And so, um, yeah, I, uh, I definitely like the closed foam three-quarter.
0: That's what you bought with your points. And a pillow. What are you going to do for a pillow?
1: I'm just going to use a sweatshirt. It's what I've always done. Usually... If we're hiking until it starts to get chilly, then it's the best because then I can, and my pants too, sometimes like I'll, I'll basically, my favorite pillow when I backpack is I get into the sleeping, I take off my pants, but I leave on my, my shirt slash sweatshirt. I get into the sleeping bag. Um, I take off, uh, my, my shirt and, and sweatshirt, and I get those in my pants and I turn that into, uh, my pillow.
0: Now we'll move on to the kitchen. This is where I'm going to be a big help to you, because I I still have stuff that I bought when you guys were kids that's sitting around here. But I have a collapsible cup.
1: I was going to bring 30 cans of refried beans. I'm kidding. You're going
0: to carry this?
1: (laughs) Yep. There isn't going to be a lot of room for anything else in my pack, but 30 cans of refried beans. (laughs)
0: 30 cans of you' right? Refried beans. You might have that whole trail to yourself in a couple of days.
1: <laughs> Didn't you say that uh, when you were younger, that people would bring cans when you were a kid? People would bring cans of food on, on camping trips.
0: Oh, yeah. We used to pack uh, Chef Boyardee. RD. Oh, nice. Top cans. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we had this little trick. We cooked it over a Sterno stove and we get the water, fill, uh, fill the pot up with some water, and then just stick the can right in the hot water to bottle the, uh, pot of hot water and heat it up that way and then eat it right out of the can
1: that's pretty cool nice yeah
0: yeah mm. that was when that that was uh before i had knee surgeries a bad back and even before my ankle surgery <laughs> Yeah, when I'm my body right. was able to deal with that stuff a lot easier now i'm going with dehydrated lightweight food though but yeah i have a collapsible cup i have a spoon i'll be able to give you uh we're going to just get away with one stove i don't see any, any reason to bring two different stoves. Um, I've got my butane stove. What we'll do for fuel, since I can't fly with fuel, is there's a couple places in San Francisco. We'll pick up the fuel before the day before we head out, and I'm going to just decide who's going to carry the fuel, who's going to carry the stove in the pot, whatever. Not a big deal. None of those are very heavy. And I think we can get by with just one canister because we don't have a lot of stuff we'll be boiling water for. Uh, Food and water, food's going to be another episode. We'll talk about planning our food, how that's going to be distributed. Water, on this trail, there's going to be times we're going to want to pack, some people say three, some say as many as four liters of water on certain sections of it. Then you get to sections on the west part where you never need more than two. So for water bottles, I've used the smart water bottles, you know, the one liter bottles of water you get in the store. And then I have one collapsible two-liter bottle. What I su- would suggest for you, do the same thing, but when you're doing your shopping around, look for maybe two of those one-liter collapsible bottles for those times when we need to get extra water. I could do that. I could do that. And something I'm not sure about that I'm still kind of going back and forth on is, is a water filter. Can we get away with one water filter? I'm buying this one gap this bag that holds i believe it's one gallon of water and i can set it up as a gravity system where we could put the water filter on the bottom and filter our water out that way it might take a little longer to filter our water with one water filter but maybe it means we take a little longer breaks is that really a big deal are we in that much of a hurry so that's something i'm not really sure how i want to handle yet what are your thoughts on a water filter
1: um that sounds good to me um what do you what do you think of iodine tablets though
0: I was going to bring those too. I I usually bring some with me as a backup in case the filter fails gets clogged up.
1: Okay, Um, but yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. The
0: clothing you're going to need quick dry clothing. You know, not to bring cotton, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I uh, I need to. I don't. I have good shirts. I need to pick up some uh, good quick dry pants. I was thinking. What are they called? Five Elevens or something like that. There's a brand I see for sale sometimes that I think, and maybe I'll also just go to an REI. Uh, I'm sure there's one in SF um, as well there for is. the water bottles, uh, good pants. I might pick up an appropriate uh, hat as well, since I've started wearing baseball caps sometimes for additional sun protection.
0: Um, yeah. You're definitely going to want a, a hat because there'll be times when you're going to be exposed and you're going to want to wear a hat. Definitely get a hat. Not a cotton one, though. Get something that's quick dry. Socks, again, stay away from cotton. I'm going to recommend the Vermont Darn Tough or something that's merino wool, synthetic that'll dry quickly. I use the Darn Tough socks and love them. I've been using them for years. I bought two pair in 2015 and I'm still using the same two pair. And you know how much hiking and backpacking I do. With uh, rain gear, I have an extra rain jacket I'll let you use. And I've read where some people say, well, you don't have to really worry about the rain out there. I don't go for that. It's something you should have your rain gear with you on every trip. And the other part of having rain gear, what I use usually end up using it for is an, a layer to stay warm. If it gets a little chilly, you can put your raincoat on and use it to help warm up. Of course, bring a bandana with you. Covered boots in the last episode. You've already picked out a pair of shoes to, to buy. Um, and camp shoes, you familiar with camp shoes?
1: You, yeah, I learned about them from you, uh, you know, and just the ability. I don't have any right now, but it's something I feel like I always forget about. And then when you get into camp, you're like, I just want to take off my shoes. And I've walked around barefoot in camp before. Um, and, uh, it, it, you know, you end up just stepping on branches and stuff and it's uncomfortable. So being able to just slip off your shoes and let your feet breathe, especially before you put them into your sleeping bag is pretty nice. So I want to get some of those. You, You just, you just use Crocs, right?
0: I have Crocs and I have a pair of, uh, like, like shower shoes that are a little bit lighter than the Crocs. I like the Crocs better because strap on if i got to have a river crossing or a deep creek crossing i put those on but i go back and forth i used both i've used the shower shoes and the crocs i really like the crocs a lot to be honest with you but people don't realize that you 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 want to taking care of your feet is so important yeah getting those shoes off as soon as you get into camp let them breathe let them dry out is very important to do but we have you and i have showed up at campsites and we have seen broken glass We've seen metal tabs from cans on the ground. There's a lot of things that can cut up your feet around these campsites. Some campers, I'll come right out and say it, are just absolute slobs, and you'll you know you you can end up stepping on somebody's garbage or trash, and that can ruin your hike. You do that early on, cut your foot early on, then go try to hike 15 miles with a cut, even a small cut on your foot. You're not going to have fun. Uh, I'll be bringing a map and compass with me. Uh, there's the far out. digital guide, I think we both should purchase that. I think it's $20 for the Tahoe Rim Trail. I think it'd be a good idea if we both have that on our phone in case one of our phones goes dead and we do need it. In addition to showing us the trail to help show us the amenities, it has real-time reports on what the water is like and and, um, if there's any conditions we need to be aware of as we're going around the trail. Uh, I have a flashlight you can use. You're probably going to want to get yourself a headlamp, though. I'll keep my eyes open if I see one that's, and not, you know, I don't think you should, don't, don't go crazy. I don't spend a lot of money on a, on a headlamp. And toiletries, of course, get yourself a little stuff sack or even a Ziploc bag and put them in. Of course, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste, some toilet paper, another, any other little things, dental floss, they think you're going to need when you're out there. First aid kit. I have a first aid kit here I'll just give you. I've got two or three extra first aid kits. Again, back to when you guys were kids they're just sitting in the drawer in there and I'll just take it out, make sure there's nothing in there that expired or (laughs) there's no ibuprofen in there that expired in like 2000 in 2008 or in 1998, maybe some of this stuff is fair enough. But something like something like, uh, you know, if there's any pain relievers you take, if you take Advil or relieve any of that kind of stuff, pick up a travel size of that. Um, I always like to make sure there's antiseptic wipes, uh, band-aids. You don't have to go crazy with a first aid kit. I did an episode on this, and I said, if you got an injury that's bad, you're going to be off the trail. If you need more than a band-aid or some malt skin or antiseptic wipes, you're probably getting off the trail. And some of the accessories you want to bring with you, uh, of course, a watch you talked about that you have a good watch to bring with you and I highly recommend get yourself some bug spray. And do you have a pocket knife?
1: Um I do have a knife, yeah.
0: Okay. And then some of the op- optional extras you may want to pack with you. Uh, like a pack towel, something small. Yeah, I've you, those taken microfiber old towel.
1: towels before that are pretty nice.
0: Yep. And when I didn't when I wasn't using those, I would take an old bath towel and just cut up a small piece of it just enough to dry me off if I jump in a creek or to, you know, wipe myself down at the end of the day. I don't know, are you a trekking pole guy? Nah. Sunscreen, definitely bring sunscreen with you. Sunglasses, lip, lip balm. Those are all things that are going to be important on this trip. There are things that should be packed in every, whether it's a day hike or multi-week tri- hike. These are all essential things you should be bringing with you. So what do you think? We just went over a quick run over of your gear list. Um, I think besides a tent, it doesn't sound like there's a lot there for you to get.
1: Yeah. Well, I got to pick up my boots still. The uh, Loa Zephyr GTX boots that are, that are issued uh, that I wore uh, before that you can go for a jog in or backpack in that are really good waterproof. Um, and I think Bashir has a pair of those too. Since I turned them on them, they're kind of the type of boots where you tell people about them and they want to get a pair you know you get a piece of equipment they you enjoy so much you want to let people in on it, so I gotta pick up that stuff. I was actually wondering uh maybe the gear list that you just shared with me if you could put that uh into a list and then share it with me, but also maybe put it in the show notes for the episode or something like that.
0: yeah, I actually had this discussion with uh with my c e o and I'm going to type up a gear list to put on the website and put in the description for the podcast. And this can be seen on our YouTube channel, Martin outside as well.
1: Make sure you put your book on the gear list too.
0: <laughs> one last item that I recommend people take with them. I started taking this handy wipes with me and I make sure I have one a day. Those little wipes are great to clean yourself up with at the end of the day. Before I get into my sleeping bag, I take one of those and just wipe myself down, and it gets all the salt, some of the trail dirt off, and you feel it does make you feel a little bit better.
1: Got it. Got but again, it.
0: that's something I have plenty of. That's something I'll make sure I hook you up with in the resupply boxes. And just one last thing I'm working on is a bear canister. That's required in the desolation wilderness. I'm bringing one with me on the whole hike. I am looking to get you one that you can bring. I just, to me, I. I don't trust bear bag hangs enough, or maybe it's my skills I don't trust enough. I just feel more comfortable if my food's in a bear canister. Uh, but since it's required, I'm part of the trail anyway. Why not just bring it the whole time? All right. Any questions about your gear list? You know what you need to get.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm really looking forward to it. Big time.
0: And we'll start assembling this stuff. On our next episode, we're going to cover our food what we're going to pack for food and other items that would go with that, whether it's medications or naproxen, ibuprofen, yeah, the other little things, little treats you might want to throw in your resupply box. We'll talk more about our supply strategy. And uh, we'll do an update on where you're at with your gear.
1: Perfect. Perfect. I'm excited to talk about food. It's one of my, one of my favorite parts of backpacking.
0: <laughs> is, that what, is that what got you out on the trips? Was the, It was my delicious trail meals.
1: It all tastes better when you're out on the trail. You know, it really does. Like I, I already, as soon as you mentioned the resupply box and treats, I was like R- Reese's cups would melt, but I can put Reese's pieces in there.
0: Oh, I got some things we're going to do with peanut butter and chocolate that I think you're going to like. That'll nice. to the trail.
1: Outstanding.
0: All right, Truman. Thanks again. And we will talk probably next week and um, keep our – Listeners updated on how this awesome trip is coming together. And I want to let everybody know we're going to put details of the trip up on the YouTube channel. We're going to have John, yeah. aka Jockles, from our home base doing all our editing and posting the trip on our YouTube channel.
1: And if you want to help get some more uh, YouTube content and, and just different content all around, support the Patreon, uh, the Papa Bear Hikes Patreon. I'm a patron. You should be a patron. We should all be patrons so that way we can make more cool stuff happen and make Papa Bear gear that's approved by him to be really high quality. Papa Bear Hikes on Patreon.
0: All right, Sherman. You have a great day. Keep enjoying San Francisco and living a good life. Thanks for listening. If you haven't done so yet, go to our website, PapaBearHikes.com. Listen to past episodes. Check us out on social media. Go to our YouTube channel, Martin Outside. All those links are there. In addition to that, you can buy our book or see what you're missing out on if you're not a Patreon member yet. Remember to get outside, have fun, and be safe. This episode of Pop Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.